Yeah. Yeah. You're here? Okay, yeah, just put the hemorrhoid cream on the table. Oh, shoot. Oh, hello, everybody. We are live. What's going on? What's that? No music? No, because we got a guest today that needs no music, needs no introduction. We need to just get right into the interview because it's about to go down. If you guys will be following me, you'll be seeing today we have a very special guest. He is an icon, a YouTube superstar, a guy I've known since I was only 10 years old. Some of you guys might not have known that, but this is a very special episode. We are talking to Corey Funk of the Funk Bros, a good friend of mine, a guy I've known for a long time, a man with many crazy stories and perspectives. So we're really, really excited, guys. I hope you're having a good November. I'm going strong on the No Shave November, the No Nut November. Not so great, <laughs> but... We are still kicking it strong with another episode of Bobby For Real. Corey Funk will be coming in. We're going to jump right into the interview because we don't want to keep you guys waiting. We don't want to keep you waiting. And we know the, the questions are going to be good and everything's going to be going sweet. I got my Logic No Pressure sweatshirt on. Shout out to the man. Let's see if we got Corey in here right now because we are going to start getting into this. I just see uh, he joined. We are going to pop him in here. We are going to get him going. Corey also told me that I just could jump in the interview. He's so smart, dude. He knows everything about social media. You guys are about to get some nuggets of wisdom. And there he is, the man himself. Grinding hey, hey, how you doing? What's up, Corey? How you doing, brother? Doing good. You, what are you doing right now? You editing, just watching videos, or? No, I just have a, yeah, I just have a video plan. Dude, what is it? Can we get a little sneak peek? It's, uh, it's when me and Capron were in Australia. Oh, shoot, okay. It was our scootering video when we were in Australia. Dude, so that's a throwback Funk Bros vid right there. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, like how I you put that on in the background, dude. It's like a little, uh... It's just like, if people are listening to us, they have something to watch, too. Dude, that's so cool. It's cool. You're so smart. Like, that's something I want to ask you about. You're 23 years old. Like, you've conquered, you've almost basically conquered this whole industry. Like, how, how have you been able to grow such, like, a large bit of knowledge like within what you do and always have like these little tips and tricks that can benefit like anyone you ever talk to i just i just think about what i'm doing in the moment and what would make it better like for me like in the entertainment realm i always thinking about like what can i do to be the best entertainer like right now what do people like if i'm the viewer i'm sitting down in the chair what do i want to see him do right now mm. like what what would make me laugh so hard and so i think about those things about like what i can do as an entertainer to be like the most entertaining and yeah. you know as that as that example you know for sure um did, did you have because like were you like a really big fan of like any type of youtube entertainers or like any entertainers in general before you started or where do you like base that kind of inspiration off of no i just like being funny and i like being innovative yeah there's two things so i mean and then i like being innovative with my funniness too yeah like thinking sure. thinking about how i can make a joke and like like, make my own joke out of something that I've created or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's why I love when we can play off together because I feel like we can almost, like, make jokes out of anything. Like, even when we were, like, picking up the trash, you're like, I could literally put this. What was it? It was, like, a bug, like, on this, like, I forgot what it was, piece of trash and throw it and, like, get the POV perspective of the bug. Like, you're feeling your mind just always thinking of, like, the funniest shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember when we were doing that? I remember that. Dude, that's so good. Okay, so people don't know. Corey and I have actually known each other for a very long time, since fifth grade. Like, we grew up together. And like, how does it, how does a kid from Canyon Lake who just loves riding scooters, who's like class clown, funny guy, how does he grow into this like 
media icon, like super like high, high tier YouTuber. Like how, how did this all start? Um, I guess like just loving something so much and just going full at it, like fully at it, like not stopping no matter what and doing it just because I loved it was like probably the biggest thing. Um, Which started with scooters, right? Yeah. Starting with scooters. Like I just, I just kept going and I just, I absolutely just loved it. And I just didn't want to stop doing it mm. just despite any, what anybody said, you know? Yeah. And then, and then you, and then you hit it into the, the Mick flip is like the first type of like media content that really exploded. Right. I think I, it actually wasn't that me and Cape Bernardi started a YouTube channel at that point and we were just doing things. And, and Mick flip was like one of the ideas that I had that I wanted to do mm. while I was out there. Actually, one of our friends told me to do it. Chandler Dunn. He was like, Hey, you should flip off the counter. I was like, Oh yeah, I might do that. And someone's like, "Hey, order a McFlip." I was like, "Okay." So I did that. So that's like one of the spur of the moment funny things that you were just kind of talking about before, yeah, like yeah. Into. And then and then it just like went everywhere because McDonald's is just a trending subject anywhere because mm -hmm. everyone and anybody knows McDonald's. Doesn't matter if you live in Asia or you can live in literally the middle of nowhere and know what McDonald's is. They own one percent of the world, actually. Really? Yeah. Just for all the real. They own they own one percent of property on the world. Wow, dude, I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. That's so nuts to think about. Because literally, like, everywhere you turn, there's McDonald's. Yeah. There's probably one in, like, uh, Madagascar or something. I don't know. I think, I think I've, I've actually heard of there being one, like, like, somewhere far like that. You guys have gone all around the world. Where's your favorite place that you ever went to ride scooters or just visit in general? That's a hard one. Barcelona is actually where I did the McFlip. Um, oh, really? I thought that was in the U.S. No, that was in Barcelona. Oh, and that's where, like, Worlds was at. But I feel like my, my favorite place... Oh, I don't know. I've been, I've been to the U.K., I've been to Spain, Australia. Um, I've been to, to so many other smaller places, too. And all over the U.S. Oh, shoot. No, I want to. That's, like, bucket yeah. list for me. Just because cars and whatnot. My favorite traveling experience was with Nitro Circus. I forgot that. about that for a split second. Tell me about that. I got to I got to tour um, state to state with like some of the best riders in like all different realms, like motocross, BMX, skateboarding, and then me and Caper were scootering like all throughout, like just like m months of just going on tour. It was just crazy. Um, I just I I couldn't pick apart saying Australia was my favorite or England was my favorite. It is definitely just touring with Nitro Circus all over the U.S. England is your city? Yeah, England is your city. <laughs> You're in that music video, right? Uh-huh. Dude, that's... I do, I do a backup with the five-second mark. I feel like not a lot of people know that, but I just remember you, like, posting that you were going to be... No, I think it was after... Maybe after we did the bodybuilder prank or something, or something like that, you were like, I'm... I think it was that night or sometime near that time, because, like, I'm about to be in a music video. And then yeah. I remember that coming out. And I remember seeing your Snapchat story of you being with, like, Jake Paul or something. And I remember seeing that video just blow up. I'm like, Corey's in that, dude. Like, a lot of people probably don't know that. Yeah. That's funny. Because that video is, like, have been talked Paul. about. It's everyday, bro. I think it's 190 million. <laughs> when, when you were listening to it, were you, like, when you were listening to that part, were you, like, England is my city. Like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, I was, like, I, I didn't really care, honestly. Honestly, I, I wouldn't even catch it. And I'd probably be the same person to say it. So, <laughs> I don't know. I do. I do the same mistake, probably for sure. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, 
like in terms of scooter riding too like is there a prime age for riding scooters or is it just more of just keeping with it because you could say maybe I, you're in your prime right i'd say like being younger is more prime like i feel like kids are more rubber when they're younger mm. and they're less they're like more creative um but the only downside is that they don't believe in themselves but when you're older then you'll probably be like oh i guess i mean it really it really matters who the person is but i think when you're younger you have more of a chance to kind of like put more years onto it but i mean if you're older i mean you still have definitely a chance of like becoming better and bigger it's just like you know putting the work down yeah. for it, you know do you think that you'll ever like make some kind of competitive return or anything or you just more i mean it matters on? mostly on like I'd see, I don't have like injuries. I just have like, I just have like uh, very like really sore areas. Like my, my whole back can just yeah. hurt and just tense up. Like my, my, my knees and my ankles just kind of like, they're just, they just feel sore. Like right when I go, they just, they just start hurting. And I'm, I'm afraid of like dislocating my ankle again. Cause that was like one of the, last things that happened to me is that before. just you think a buildup of the years of just riding scooters or you think it's aged you more than because i know football probably aged me like 10 years yeah so. that's 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 what i'm saying i like i feel like everything hurts more and i'm definitely afraid of like getting concussions again too yeah because i know capron has talked about that like he feels like he's like a lot older and like he just wouldn't have the drive to like put his body through it again but i know you're a lot younger you guys rode probably like similar amounts but yeah we thought that'd be cool capron rode maybe three months longer than I did. Yeah, exactly. And so, if anything, I'm still riding way more now, so I probably have surpassed him in, in like, yeah, ride time. That's why I've always been curious, like, if you were going to ever make some kind of comeback or, like, do something like that, because well, I mean, you're so young, because, like, I, you're so young, like, years-wise, but maybe not scooter-wise. Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I definitely would go riding again at the skate park and, like, do some more things. Like, I do, actually. I mean, I, I went, like, two weeks ago, and I was talking to Charlie about going today. It's just kind of making the time for it and like yeah you know like wanting the drive to go to the skate park like the the one thing that really really sucks too is there's not one skate park that i really haven't been to that's amazing i've been to all of them there's no new playing ground for me i've i've done mm. all of them basically um sometimes when i see skate parks where like my friends are riding out like last night i saw a skate park i was like where is that like i want to go like i want to ride a new park yeah and a couple have been popping up here and there but like it's nothing crazy like it's really got to be like a crazy skate park like the ones in the background like these are all the australian skate parks like we made this in like i think a like a weekend <laughs> like we made this whole skate this whole uh, video in the weekend and i just it's just I've been to so many skate parks. It's crazy. Do you feel the same way about like certain kind of tricks or things that you could do? Like, have you matched? Oh yeah, that? Like, for sure. It's just one of my favorite things that I that never got old for me is just going fast and going really, really high. Mm. Like, I think right here I jump over the fence. <laughs> oh shoot! <laughs> yeah, and like I, all I do is just go really, really fast and high. I really like flips too. I actually did a flip drop in right here, and like that's like some of the things that like. I really like enjoy doing like sporadic random things. I'm like, Oh, I want to go yeah. from this ramp to that ramp. See, I jumped out of the skate park again. It's just like, it's just like one of my favorite things to do is just cr being creative with like the gaps that I do too. So when, when you kind of exceed where you can go, it just kind of seems like there's not much else for you to do basically. Yeah. Mm. So that, so is that why you really like driving cars then? Cause you're like going fast. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's going fast, but also just like, 
I never really got to expand on like tinkering with things, like learning how mm. things work, like why this light works the way it does, and you know the batteries and the wires and and just everything that's in between the batteries and the lights, and even the lights themselves, like how do they work? Like I just I want to know that, but like on everything, like I'm, yeah, I'm dude, always... like I feel like that's like so your personalities. You're trying to just figure out like why something works the way it does and like what's the best way to do it how you can get your hands on it to like figure out how to basically like make something is that the most appealing thing about like your love for cars because i know it's like a new passion yeah that's number one that's the number one thing for sure because you can put your work into it and then see like the fruits of your labor basically when you're out on the track and whatnot yeah for sure i i that that's definitely like a huge reason why i love cars what's like a (laughs) what's like a huge goal for oh yeah guys also uh, maybe i'll ask Corey like one or two of your guys' questions. So like fill up the question thing. We'll ask them like a fan question. Um, who, like where, where's like the, is, is the goal for driving cars and everything just mostly just all fun or do you have any type of like competitive? It's all fun. I don't want anything competitive. I was competitive with my whole starting in my life. I just literally want to start having fun because like, it feels like work is already the like competitive and I'm already competing every single day. Like, and I'm not trying to compete. It just is a competing thing. Yeah. Like just the whole thing is, is like, how can get the most views? How can I be the most innovative? How can we make something that people are going to want to watch and be interested in watching and continue watching? So it's like, I just want to go out and just have fun. And I want things to work correctly and not like, not work. Yeah. I feel like you always, you always have fun, like as like the basis of whatever you're trying to do, which is why it's really like fun to be around you. And plus you just huck stuff. I what? You just huck, dude. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I do. Bro, it's so fun. Like you guys, me and Corey drove this old Jaguar up from like the old house to the new Funk Brothers house, and people like were like, "Are you afraid to drive with Corey?" Like, number one, no, because Corey's the best driver that I know. I've seen him on the tracks and stuff. Like, in any situation, I feel like if we were ever in any kind of danger or like bad situation, you have the skills to be able to maneuver or something. Like, you know, everything's unpredictable, so it's not like a for sure thing, but. I want to be driving with anyone to be someone that knows what the hell is going on in a bad situation. <laughs> like, number one. So I always feel super safe when I'm with you. But it's also so much fun because you have so much confidence that, like, Corey will just be running over road signs and stuff. And it's just so Oh, my random. God. But it's so funny. Uh, hypothetically, of course. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to incriminate anybody. But that's just yeah. your, your reckless, carefree kind of thing that I think like you find such a good balance between, like, having – structure but also just not letting go of like your free spirit yeah is that kind of how you've always been i mean yeah i I really i really care about like the type of human being i am i try to be the best person i can be and like the most caring um but also i want to be funny so like i have a funny balance with those things yeah for sure like super vulgar at one time and then i could just be super chill and nice and like how's your day going and stuff like that so it's like i'm a really big flip when it comes to it yeah no for sure and i feel like that's like part of like people always know you as being like crazy, like always having fun guy, but you're also such like a caring dude. And you're always like very self introspective and trying to think about how you're making others feel or how you're impacting other people's lives. So uh, is that, is that just how you've always kind of been? Or like, is that just something you feel like that's important to you? Yeah. It's probably like one of my most important things and why I think I even have the girlfriend I have today is because of that. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's from my parents, honestly, because they're, um, I think my parents told me a long time ago that I can break their anonymity. Um, but they've been sober for a long time now um, from alcohol. So 
having the addictive personality that I have, that's why I think I was doing scootering and I love cars and I do all the things I do. Mm. But because of, um, because of them always working on themselves, they always taught me how to work on myself. So I'm always consistently looking how to be a better person all the time. Yeah. And work on like the things that are things that I should work on, noticing my faults and working on them. And I think a lot of that derived from them consistently going and, cool. and becoming better people, you know? And I think that's a choice that like people can make as well. Like in their day to day lives, you can kind of step back and feel about how you're affecting other people's lives or the things you're doing to make an impact on certain people, which a lot of people I feel like can't break out of how they perceive themselves, but you're a really good example of just being who you are, but also recognizing that you got to realize what you're doing with other people as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's Thank cool. You. No problem, dude. Uh, well, who's like the craziest person you ever met? Because you said that you toured the world with all these kind of different people. You're like in the industry of like, who knows, like people who just blow up all the time. Uh, who's the biggest I, like I, deal to meet to meet for you? I don't see. I don't know that. I don't really look. Yeah, I feel up like you like, don't get starstruck. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't like freak out about crazy people. I don't, I don't look up to anybody that's like crazy, like doing wild things. Mm -hmm. Oh, actually, you know what? There is one person. I can't think of it, but this guy that does death dives. Oh, really? He does. He, so he dives in the water. He dives flat and then closes up his body. And he jumped from like a 65 foot, like shipping container, like crane. That's, so you don't even know who he is, but you just know no, who he did. I forgot his name. I had a conversation <laughs> with him. I'm just not good at names. So I don't remember. Honestly, that speaks a lot to your personality. It's like, you don't really care about like their stats or anything, but that guy did something awesome. That guy's my hero. Yeah. That's so cool. What's it like? I've talked uh, to him before. What's it like drifting cars and hanging out with Travis Pastrana, bro? Oh, that's cool. I Dude, forgot that's... about that. Dude, I remember seeing that. I was like, what? Like Travis Pastrana? That's so dope. Yeah, he taught me how to drift a quad and it was like one of my first TikToks I posted and it got like a lot of views. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, it was cool. And you were doing it like second try around the whole thing, right? Yeah, because I, I'm already into drifting and I'm already into motorsports. But he was like, he was like intrigued that I was actually the first person that he let me drive the Razor and I was the first person to not flip it. Really? First person to let me drive uh, it and, and I didn't flip it. And I jumped, I jumped 35 foot jumps with the Razor. Dude, that's so cool. I jump like a twenty foot step up, and like I'm not when I'm when I'm saying thirty five foot jump, I'm not joking. I literally jumped a razor thirty five feet. Like I have videos. Oh man, I need to post a TikTok. Dude, you definitely should. I want to see that now. Yeah, I should post that. What uh, your TikTok game is pretty fire, dude. I feel like it's slept on a little bit. Like obviously you have the followers and the views, but. Has that just been easy to translate, like, what you've done with YouTube over to that certain platform, just, like, how your brain works and whatnot, or? What, what, like, do, you, even, what do you mean? You mean, like? Well, like, even what, like, how, was it hard to break in and just, like, dominate a platform like that as much as you did, or did it just help having the audience you had before? Because I don't feel like a lot of people have the same kind of. I think, I think it was more of experience from, from, like, <clears throat> from creating and stuff like that. Like when I first got on TikTok, I was I went on it. I was like, oh okay, I should be able to like I should be able to make interesting videos. And but it was just a completely different pa platform with like a completely different type of audience. It seemed yeah. like, and like I it feels like I finally figured it out. But it's like things need to be like interesting and and right away, or you can make a long video that <clears throat> will become very very interesting towards the end. You know? Yeah. 
I've seen some videos that are super long that are really interesting, but I've seen really short videos that are super interesting. Yeah. It's just like, it's such a specific way. And I feel like what helped me most is just like knowing, like knowing all the different avenues to try. Like I should try this, I should try that, I should try this, I should try that. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's what's winning. Yeah, I feel like it's all, like so much about what you guys do is about adapting. Cause it's like, what's a new trend? What's a new platform? Like how am I supposed to get, like how, how are you able to adapt so fast? Like within what you're doing? How am I able to adapt? Yeah. To I think, I think it's just, just knowing that like, oh, this is what people are enjoying. It's like, oh, okay, well, let's just try it. And so it's like trying new things and knowing that like trying those things could be a possibility of like getting more views. And so we just go for it. You just, you just adapt by doing it. Yeah. What's uh, is that 30 foot jump the, the most death defying thing you've ever done? You think? Uh, I've one of my, I've done a lot, a lot of gaps. I've done fence gaps. I've jumped over fence with like spikes and stuff like that. And I've jumped, I've jumped clear over them. Have you seen that guy that did a front flip on a bike and landed like in it? Oh yeah. You've I've jumped over fences like that. So, but one of the, I think one of the scariest ones was jumping the actual legit mega ramp at Woodward. Yeah. Dude, it's so big, and you go so much faster than Nature Circus one. What's it like the first time you go down that thing? You know, like the first time you stuck your head out of the freeway, like on, like out of the window on the freeway. Yeah, it literally felt like I was doing that, but like with my entire body, and then going towards a jump that was gonna propel me into the air. Dude, that's so crazy! It's so crazy that your brain can still like follow through and still have the muscle memory of the things that you're doing in that moment to be able to like capitalize on what you're trying to do. It's and then the takeoff, yeah. are you just like, Holy sh it, yeah. Like if you're not doing a trick, you can't get your balance back. Like you're in the air for so long. Like if, if like, how do I describe this to you? Have you jumped on a trampoline before? Yeah. With another friend? Mm -hmm. Has he pushed you in midair? No, I don't think so. Okay. When you jump in the air and you're in the air for that long, if something just hits you a little bit wrong, you'll literally just go like this and you go. And you'll, it will just continue. And you're in the air for like, if not like two and a half seconds to three seconds. And that's a lot of time. Yeah. So if you're in the air and you jump and you jump like a little bit and like you shake your foot and you're like going like this to get balanced, whatever. Like you've seen people like flail when they jump off flip yeah. jumps and you go like that, like it will just start spitting you. And you won't have, you won't, you can't do anything about it. And you literally just land and just, it, what's, what's crazy too, you, it's so hard to imagine, but you're flying through the air and then you're, and you're already flying, you're already sliding down the ramp. Like you just go, like your body hits, everything hits so quickly and you're on, you're already sliding and you're at the bottom of the ramp. That's how quick it is. You're going down the ramp, you're flying in the air, oh shit, I'm sideways, and you're sliding down the ramp. That's how quick it is. I swear to God. Dude, that's so crazy. Like the, so you're not the, thinking. You're not thinking when you're in the air. You're thinking like, oh, sh and they're sliding. You're like, oh god, I'm good. <laughs> I think so. Let me just move everything and make sure everything works. Because you're in shock. Like if you hit yeah. something hard enough, you'll like it'll be numb, but you won't know if it works. Yeah. Make sure my underwear is uh, still not wet. And <laughs> yeah. No, that definitely will still be wet. <laughs> um. How, what? What's the worst injury you've ever had? Just a dislocated ankle. Dislocated and ankle? Just lots that actually of seems pretty good compared to what could have it was really It was really bad one. Oh, <laughs> it really? was worse than a break, they said. Oh, shoot. Because I tore, like, everything on, like, this side of my ankle. 
I tore like here all the way to this because my ankle, my ankle was just like, was like that. And I, well, it was like that, seriously. And I, and I was like, okay, if the paramedics get here, I gotta take my shoe off. So what I did is I went, I untied it and I like tried to do it. I was like, oh, let's see, let's see if this hurts. And I pushed on it like this and it popped right back in place. Oh. And then, and then I went home, guess this, this was stupid. I went home, I drove all the way home with like my foot up. I'm glad I had an automatic car at this time, but cause I have all manual cars now. I put my foot up on the dash like this and I'm driving all the way home. And I just feel it throbbing and I get like a cramp and I have to put it down and it just hurts so bad when I put it back down. So I put it back up and I drove all the way from Chino back to my house. It was like a 45 minute drive. I go upstairs to my parents. I said, I dislocated my ankle or I broke it and put it back. And they said, no, you didn't. You just rolled it. And I said, my foot was sideways. And they, <laughs> my dad doesn't believe me, but my mom does. And I said, I kid you not. My foot, and I grabbed my other foot to show them. I kid you not. My foot was like this. I said, holy crap. And I was like, and the whole skateboard saw it, and I pushed it back, and it popped right back in place, and then we left. You and I left. Up. I was like, I'm out of here. Dude, that's was, so crazy. Wait, so what did you do to dislocate it? I was, I was, uh, jump to jump, put my foot in the wrong place. Oh. And let's just say the jump was like this, right? Like, like two ramps going like this, right? And I'm trying to jump into this ramp, but my foot goes into this one. Yeah. So it's like, uh, at this moment, he knew he fucked up. <laughs> no, I didn't know. I, I, I landed on the ground and I said, why did I fall? Oh, really? Yeah. And then I looked down at my ankle and it was just so crooked. I was like, oh, oh. my gosh. But then you drove home, dude. That's such a classic Corey move. <laughs> yeah. Put the foot out the ankle. Dude, that's so cool. So, um, that cramp. what's the, what's the next sort of big goal for everything or is for everything like YouTube drifting, all that stuff. I know you're doing like project funk. Um, tell me a little bit more about like that and what your kind of dreams are in forms of like content wise, because you're always making good content, but when you're so young and so successful, like how do you continue to raise the bar and look for what's next? Right now I'm just, I just want to create more content. That's just, uh, that's just interesting. I want people to watch my videos and go, I want to watch that again the next time he uploads. Mm. That's just my only goal is that. That's like, cool. I just want to create creating stuff that people want to watch because the, my least favorite thing would be someone being on my video and just going on board now and they click off. Yeah. Because like, because <clears throat> I spent so much time prior to you really do creating the content and what I did after and before. And if they're not willing to watch it all the way through, then might as well just cut out all the stuff that really doesn't matter and make sure they just watch it all the way through. Yeah. Cause that's what would matter to me most is that they're going to be watching it all the way through. For sure. So it's more of just a, it's like an artistically fulfilling endeavor, basically. Yeah. That's cool. And plus, you're always a guy that just wants some adventure. Yeah. Like, I, like, I, when, we crashed actually, the, like when we crashed the wedding. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so much fun. We got to do that again. I think my food's been done for like. Okay, dude. Let me ask you. Uh, let's see one uh, fan question. Cause I know you're oh, I'm just going to. I'm just going to grab it from the, from the microwave. We'll come okay, right back. Cool. Get a fan question. Okay, I'm going to get a fan question for Corey while he's grabbing his food. Ooh, okay, let's see. Okay. Dang, we got a lot of questions in here. I have the broken we breathe. So you've done so much in your life. What's something that you've never done that you really want to do that you haven't done before? 
Oh, wow. That's a good question. What's You've had a lot of life experiences. Oh, um, I would really, I'd really like to, uh, there's a lot of things. Actually, I just thought of a lot of things. I'd really like to uh, go to Africa and really get an understanding of what it's like to live their life. I want more perspective in my life. I want to work a McDonald's job and I want to work to nine to five for an entire week. Um, I want to, I just want more perspective. I don't want to like go to like more awesome places. I want to go to more like places that make me understand the, where, the, the area that I am to be more grateful. Wow. That's an amazing answer. That's really cool. Why, why do you think that you just want to have like a perspective from almost every, I just think, I just think it's life? cooler that when, when someone's talking and they're talking about like, I have to do this and I have to do that. And when my ignorant self thinks, Oh, just, you know, just, do this or that when they literally can't because they have bills and they have to work that job and they have to do those things because that's just how they live. Wow. Was that I just, I'd, I'd like to have those, those things. So you can you like know, sort of have empathy things. towards people if you like spark up a conversation with someone or something. Yeah. I'm going to tell this away. That's cool. <laughs> color, dude. So like, that's, that's what I'd want to do. Bro, that's awesome. That's, that's a very like deep answer, but you're a deep guy. I don't think a lot of people know that. About you. No one talks to me. <laughs> that's what this is for. <laughs> but yeah, that's cool. Um, what's your favorite car? Someone asked. Kind of a, a broad question. But... I'd say I'd say a Supra or, or RX-7. Nice. They're JDM cars or Japanese type cars. I just Spunky think it's so cool. But, what about the uh, the old green uh, Kawasaki, dude? <laughs> oh, my motorcycle? Yeah. <laughs> I love when you ride around on that thing. Did you it's see right. me uh, when I left the other day and I was following you guys? And you, what were you doing? Oh, yeah. We were driving around while playing tag with cars. <laughs> so, like, I'm leaving for from work, going home from the weekend, leaving the Funk Bros house. And I'm driving out, like, see you later, Corey, see you later, Charlie. And they're just like doing laps around the property. I was like, what the heck is going on? So I was following you guys for a little bit just to like see. But then they started going like really fast. And I was like, dude, I cannot keep up with this. Yeah, that's crazy. That's so funny. They just spur the moment things that happen there. It's so crazy. Okay, dude, let me ask you one more question. Yeah. What are you eating right now? Broccoli beef. Oh, very nice. <laughs> very nice. Did you I don't know. I just, uh, I just found it in there. I said, I need to eat now. So I put it in 4.30. And then I just walked over here and I forgot about it. Uh, this is a good one. What's the best trick you've ever landed? Or the one that you're most proud of? Okay. It's, it's a moment and a trick. Lawnmower? So <laughs> no, like a, like, a, like a moment. Like the best moment and trick. Um. It was it was Nitro, Nitro World Games. It was like one of the last ones that I wrote, and everyone was doing like uh, was doing like their best trick and best trick wins, whatever. And uh, for me, I, I landed like one safe trick, and then you get like you get like three runs for three tricks, uh -huh. so you have a total of like nine times to go down the mega ramp. <clears throat> and so I landed my first trick. And then I spent all other ones trying to land this last trick. And I was on my last run. 
if I didn't land it, then I wouldn't place not even close to the top. Dang. And so I landed my first ever double backflip, like five tail whoops. Jeez. And I literally landed it like the last try. And I literally like, I was like so happy that I was able to land that trick. Like right when I felt like, like my whole like scooter career was like kind of like almost to the end because of the fact that my body hurts. And I knew that like, I wouldn't be able to continue to do it. Like physically wouldn't be able to continue doing it. And like almost mentally, like it kind of screwed with me too. Dang. That's a lot of pressure too. Like, yeah. And it was my, it was like literally the last one. And you went out like Kobe when he dropped 50 dude on his last game. <laughs> yeah. And it was just, it was crazy. Dang. How do you, okay. So this, this will be the final question to leave people off with. Cause this is something I admire about you. How could, how do you deal with the pressure of the moment and the fear of wanting to do something grand and trying to capitalize that moment and make it spectacular? Like, well, like, what do you mean? Like, like in that instance, but you do it with everything. But let's say that instance, for, for, for example, you're on the final run, probably like one of your last competitions. Ever, oh, in scootering. Okay, in scootering. Like, how do you seize the moment? How do you not fall into the pressure, the fear? Like, like, what do you do like, that you could like, inspire others or just the things that you've learned from yourself? I put on headphones and I smile and I just say, it's another day at the skate park. I literally don't stress, stress over it. I literally am just like, I'm going to go faster and higher and do everything way better. Or this one's actually really fun sometimes too. I, love that answer. I just, and it's, it's true. I don't, I don't know what it is. Okay. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me try. Let me, let me go back a little bit. Okay. So, the reason, so there's this thing called Dragon Ball Z that I absolutely love. Great. And so it's over here and, and, and I feel like everyone can actually have like a, an extra little bit of superpower within themselves. Like they say, when you get in a car crash that you're able to like pick up the car or whatever, and you have superhuman strength. Like that's physically within people when they're, when they're, when they're freaking out and, and like they actually can do that. When people like get pissed off, you feel like you get stronger and you could do more and pick up more weight, right? Mm. So when I'm at a competition, for some reason, not, not when I'm at a competition, when I go to a skate park and, and there's like some skaters or some people just giving me some like, like some eye or saying some stuff, I just get a lot better. Like a lot better, a lot faster, a lot higher, and land a lot cleaner. Maybe not a lot cleaner, but I like everything just heightens. And so when I'm at this, when I'm at a competition, I'm just thinking about uh, who's talking shit. Well, whatever. I'm just showing them like right now. You so channel that, that energy of like I channel the energy into my writing or whatever. And like, what's crazy? It's not like uncontrollable. It's not like I go too fast or go too high. It's like I'm just doing everything just right because I like it. It just it just heightens to the perfect amount. Like if I, go to, if I go to uh, Venice Beach, like I just I just get a lot better there if I was at any other skate park because I know people are just going to be thinking like down of me and I'm just like, all right, well, time to do really, really, really good. Why would they be thinking down of you at Venice? Oh, the skate skaters there are known to be jerks. Really? Oh, yeah. And isn't it like kind of like like skate kind of like hates on like scooter riders too? It's a stereotype. It's like it's so dumb. Like really. we just get in the way and we're there like. It's honestly like, it's it's honestly just like it's 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 a stereotype. It's like, it's mean. There's no reason for it. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense because you're both on wheels and you're just doing tricks in the in the air. Like, well, you know what's even crazier? When I got out of riding skate parks and I started going in the YouTube world, I look back at it, kind of going, "Wow, that was my entire life." 
Like I devoted everything, every hour, every time I was thinking about scootering and riding at the skate park. And these guys focus on hating scooters at the skate park. I'm like, you know how small that is? How much time is wasted on hating something? Mm. Like literally, I cannot stress enough how much more of the world is out there that I still haven't been to experience, but I focus on my time on. Mm. Like there's literally NASA. There's, there's literally like people trying to figure out why gravity literally exists today. Like there's where light comes from, like Tesla, like McDonald's, like there's, there's people creating foods, people creating new iPhones. Like there's things all around the world. Like, like there's a whole environment of people that pour concrete. There's a whole like world of people that go to church. There's a, like, and we're focused at the skate park, but people that hate scooters. I just thought it was so small, so minuscule that my life was about riding and having fun and theirs was about hating on what I did for fun and had fun doing. Well, I mean, and then that just goes to show like where you are now probably compared to where they are. Just some, in someone's mom's basement doing something, talking about, oh man, I could have landed that trick and been pro on Nitro Circus too, but you're like, ah, well, you didn't, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like that could happen in a lot of different people's lives too, is you always have those like people that are just kind of haters and they're just wishing spitefully on other people to fail or they don't want um, someone to be happy with what they're doing. And then that amount of energy is being focused into anything that could bring them up. It's just bringing themselves down and the people that are just doing like what you do, having fun, loving life and just exceeding your own expectations. That's how you can really grow and achieve what you want to do. Yeah. And I feel like everyone can have those feelings too. You know, like from yeah. time to time, like I might have those feelings, but it's just, it's knowing that you just like, you just channel that out and just go, you know, I, I really don't want, I really, I really do want the best for them. I'm just mad that, you know, I'm not doing well right now. And you yeah. just kind of like push yourself in a more positive direction. For sure. That's some super saiyan shit right there. But, but also it's having the support of the right people, like, like perspective, you know, how I was talking about, like, if I could go anywhere or do anything and be those yeah. things like the McDonald's working there. I also want to have perspective of like what it's like to have bad parents that don't care about me and stuff like that, mm. because I have the best parents in the world that I, like, I feel anybody could ever ask for. And like, in somewhat of perspective, I literally just take it, take advantage of it. And I don't care, but you know, or I say it sucks because of this or that, you know? Yeah. So I just thought like, you know, I'd like to get perspective of a lot of things. Well, I think that the, Definitely going to lead you to a lot of happy. Oh, look at the bot. Oh, we got it on camera. You guys didn't know. Corey's like jacked. You're like Krillin, dude. He's just always working out and training. That's a little Dragon Ball Z reference from my man Corey right there. But yeah, dude, that, I think that'll just lead to nothing but happiness because you won't ever. That's why I don't feel you have like no, especially people can't get to know you. Like I've always known you. you're the same guy from when I was in elementary school it's where you are now like obviously people change but you don't have an ego like you don't you're not like obsessed with like money you're not obsessed with the fame or anything it's just because i that is an amazing perspective for you to have just to understand that people go through a lot of things and you want to learn more about humanity and just how you can improve yourself and it's very admirable and pretty awesome to hear you talk about that thank you no problem dude well dude thanks for coming on to this thing dude you're a very highly requested guest so i knew i had to squeeze you in even Anytime. If you have any more questions, keep going. Yeah. Should I, should I look for another fan question? Yeah, look for it. Okay, dude. This is... Doesn't Corey have a natural six-pack without working out? No, I actually do work out. But yes, that's actually true. I do have a natural six-pack. Well, the thing about Corey, too, is he eats so clean. 
like even yeah. you, you're like very good at like staying away from bad stuff and like i, I just don't like it really i don't enjoy it i the only thing i enjoy is a bowl of cereal yeah that's hard to be candy good. candy hurts my teeth um ice cream is just too cold for my teeth and i don't like the taste of it it has to be so specific wow. it feels like it feels like cereal just hits the spot every time that's like there's pleasure there's these popsicles i like but they're fruit there's fruit in it and it's like yogurt it's yeah. like pretty good stuff dude there's nothing that could compare to like a good taste in fruit i'll take that over like any kind of candy honestly i have so much fruit you're a big banana guy right uh, no pun yeah, intended. i just I, I make smoothies <laughs> in the morning what'd you say I said no pun intended, if you know what I mean. <laughs> no, but more zucchini. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, Eggplant. I make smoothies with them all the time. <laughs> oh my gosh! So uh, you mostly just eat clean because it makes you feel better. Yeah, I just well, the thing is, I I actually suffered from like a lot, like really really bad ADHD, and I never knew how to like <clears throat> control it. And my dad told me just eat healthy, and I ignored him for years on years and years. And the day I figured it out was the day I was trying to like get into college or something like that with the college sign up test or whatever, hmm. or like the placement test. That's what it was. Yeah. And like SAT or whatever. And so the plate, yeah, it's, I think it's the placement test or whatever. It's you go to the college and they say, Hey, do this test so we can see where, where you're, where you're at, you know? Gotcha. And so I did the test and for most people, I think it takes them maybe three hours to do it. And for me, it took me like eight hours and I got in about like 12 and the school closed at like five. And so they're like, Hey, you have to go. We don't let people do this, but because we have you on a special program, we can have you come back and start finishing the rest of it. Mm -hmm. And so my, and I, and I told my dad, like, I could not focus. I can't, I literally don't know how I can do this. And so I went home the next day and my dad just said, just eat healthier. And I ate healthier. And I just like, could just see how like eating made me hyper-focus and made me feel so much better and I wasn't so everywhere like ADHD and so I basically just from now on I just know that like I'm gonna feel better and be happier and, and not hate myself for like not being able to pay attention wow that's cool yeah that it's weird to think about that because but it's so true like when you change your diet up well for me like exercise the exercise part is huge for it too it's why I like like working out and staying physical because I just don't have the same mental clarity the one I'm just not doing anything and just like eating super bad. Yeah. That's cool. Cause you're like very mindful of your own health and wellness and everything, which a lot of people aren't. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, I look at it like this, like, because I know how things work. That's something that like really runs in me. Like I, it really like probably is the controlling of my entire life of how things work. And so when I'm working on a car and I go, why is it like this? And I will, well, they put really bad fuel in it put 87 in it its entire life they never put 91 in it i'm like well is I that never, gonna happen to me if i put 91 if i put 87 to me and 87 is like mcdonald's and 91 is, yeah. the, is the nicer grade fuel i'm not gonna I, lie i've never used anything but the smallest level of gas i don't even know what the other ones are for yeah but <laughs> like the, are but, those for when you have sports cars or something or you should should you put the high levels in regular cars i've never known if you put the high levels in regular cars your whole system where the fuel runs through will be running cleaner. Really? Yeah. But like, it's not a huge deal for like Hondas and Chevys and Toyotas. Um, 
just because of the fact that they're like they're meant to go through that abuse and they're just like really reliable cars <laughs> i'm just speeding up fattening up my car no like, dude i i cannot believe every day like i actually cannot believe most cars run nowadays with people being like as ignorant as they are about cars and that's totally fine like dude i don't know a lot about like some other things that i could care less about like makeup for instance i have no idea right and like I could just or oh, skincare, right? I literally don't even care about my skin. But your skin literally is so don't polished. care. <laughs> no, I, but I don't know. I know. It's the way I eat. It's the way I eat that makes my skin like this. So yeah. No, but I don't care about it like at all. Like like never moisturizer. I don't even. I just wash with a bar of soap. But I just wash it under my pits and my arms, and that's it. Like I yeah. barely. I wash my face here and there. But like I or or even my hair. I don't even. I I shampoo my hair once a week because it's so thin. But like I don't care about those things, right? But for me. I care about like, like the longevity of my life. And so I eat healthier so I can live longer. And, and it just, it really matters, you know? Definitely. Yeah. That's cool. It's definitely an interesting thing that a lot of people neglect, but it'll just give you more longevity, especially in your career, the amount of hours you have to put in and how you can't ever really be off with what you do. Cause you're going to have to be in front of a camera. You are gonna have to be yourself, Like you're going to have to have that energy that is required to be able to be entertaining so it's not like you can't be running on fumes or not feeling like your best self. But also, I don't want to just, I want the actual situation itself to interest me. I don't want to just be like, oh, I have to be happy now. I want to actually be doing something that I'm hyped about. I'm like, oh, yeah, let's do it. Are you filming? Like, this is so cool. Like, like dude, film that. Like, that's so sick. Like, all right, we're going to make it bigger now. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'm like, I'm just, stu I'm just stoked all around. I don't ever want to have to, like, have to try to, like, force the good feeling i just want it to be there do you ever do you, that's do why you it's so big for me that one huh do you ever have to force it or sometimes yeah but that was like that was like a while ago or like when me and Cape are not getting along and uh and like we know that this video needs to go out and we're halfway through the video right we've already filmed so much and at this point we don't know what to do to make it more interesting hmm. we're, we're stuck we're like all right well we're halfway through a video um and we need to make things more interesting. How can we do it? We're like forced to think of things that are fun and we can't like, for the, for just to, like, we're just frustrated that things aren't working out. So then we just make things try to work and it just doesn't make us happy. So it's like, it's, it's like even giving us video ideas that we want to do, even if we won't get a lot of views, as long as I'm going to be happy, that's all that really matters. That's cool. Just like everything else in your life that you're talking about. Yeah. Dude, that's so cool. I think Hannah's in the chat, dude. People are going next. She has been. She's like, let me go next. <laughs> I got to get Hannah in here, dude. She has really cool stories as well. Yeah. She's a really, really smart girl. Yeah. You guys are great. Even though people are shipping us right now, Corey. So, Hannah, watch out. All right. Bro. Well, um, let me see if we got any more cool questions, dude. This has been so amazing to hear you get super deep on all this. It's, it's definitely inspiring, dude. You're an inspiring well business-minded guy like, people don't give you enough credit dude for how much thought you really put into everything thank you in, in all aspects let's see dude some of these questions are just weird you're interesting because of your personalities dude cory has got the greatest personality i have somebody <laughs> just call me come and go <laughs> dude the come and go <laughs> the funk and go is a little bit better but i just yeah. saw I still wear I still wear my inspiration shirt because I love it. 
is that like how do you feel about merch is that is that something that's just fun to do creatively or just a way to just make more money i'm just trying to make merch that i i and like i like and i want to keep doing and i support because like a lot of the time i'm making something that like i just want to make because it's like all right well i want to put something out there and i want it to be funny and then after a little bit i think about it I'm like it's not that funny and i don't think anybody's really gonna love it until like i actually see like people buying it you know mm. like and people actually loving it for what it is yeah for sure that's pretty cool and well, i saw i saw a question Corey, do you ever miss only have to worry about writing Corey, do you ever miss only having to worry about writing uh no i don't miss oh, yeah, i don't i don't like worrying about anything honestly like when i, I never had to worry about writing I, that really i really never really felt like having to do that hmm what about this one here i just saw a good one um where is it what's a piece here you can pull them up on the screen crystal shipman she sounds like she might be like some kind of post office person <laughs> what's a piece of advice you would give your younger self that's pretty cool don't ever meet bobby or <laughs> no there's there's one thing that popped up a lot but it's not really that relevant i want i wish i did my my whole 2jz build on my car a little bit different because hmm. there's a lot of work that i want to like undo and a whole way i want the car to be and it's a lot of work to get it back there and a lot of money and i don't want to spend that i just want to have it but but actually i want to i want to like answer that question like a better way than than about myself um what what would i give my younger self some advice um Oh my God, I don't know. That's a hard one. I feel like you don't have any regrets in life, though. I really don't. Yeah, so that'd be a hard question there for you to answer. Maybe just tell my, just when I started doing TikTok, just tell myself to continue doing it or hire someone to do it sooner. Because I, I literally could have been at 15 million right now if I kept Really? Trying. Yeah, I did. I just, I just gave up. I like didn't do it for like two months. Oh, really? Yeah, go back to like, like my profile. Like I posted like twice or three times a month after I blew up, and I just kind of mm. just didn't care. So it's like after I like had any spark of or blow up, I just wish I kept going and trying and doing more stuff. And I just like I gave up because I just got bored. Yeah. And I didn't see any return, and I'm seeing the return now, which is like sucks, but. I'm learning. Yeah. You could you could have told your old self to get a bottle of cranberry juice, ride down the hill on a skateboard, and listen to some Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> what do you no, think about those people? Like, it's so weird how people just blow up like that. That guy's life has changed. Well, so the thing weird. is, is that, like, that guy did it at the right time, and he was the right person to do it. It literally could have been a little kid on a skateboard, wouldn't have worked. It's that guy is, like, he shows age, and he shows, like, like he shows him kind of like, like the whole mood of himself is kind of like, he's just really chill and relaxed. And like people seeing someone that is like thugged out almost the look to just kind of like chilling and vibing yeah. is like something that like really stuck with them heart. So there's art within it, which he didn't even realize. Cause I was kind of yeah. like, is that, is that basically that guy just hitting the lotto or it's just him capitalizing on some kind of feeling he had at the, in the moment? Uh, it, it, I think that might have been a lot of feeling, but like, 
it's like everyone's stuck at home there it's covid you know i really can't explain it i don't know it know it but that's my feeling of it yeah it just it doesn't make sense sometimes like how certain things blow up yeah it's just does it ever annoy you for, like given how much work you guys have had to do or is it just like oh, it is what it is yeah it is what it is i don't really care i'm happy for him if anything like just yeah. i just i've seen i've seen already a couple of creators on tiktok now it really bothers me they do so well and they get so big and then they get all fed up in the fame part and they just suck. And I'm just like, dude, I miss what you did do in the original self you were. Mm. That, that, that sucks to watch because there's so many people on the fans. I'm like, you're my spirit animal. You're the best. And then just all of a sudden just, they're just freaked out about what people said or they might get canceled. I'm like, dude, do you know how many people, how, how many people made videos about me when like we had like a little blow up and like, I didn't let it control my life fully and change me overall, but it's just like, you just so do, you think, do you think that's where their downfall comes from? They just care too much about what people are like saying when they're in that big of like a public. They eye think it's or... really that big of a deal. Like if they just ignored it and kept doing what they're doing, they would be fine. Really? Yeah. Dang. I feel like that could happen with a lot of people's lives. Not even if on that big of a scale, but if you're going to just let people, feed into your life and tell you how you should be, then you're never gonna be able to grow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Sensei Corey. <laughs> Squeeze. <laughs> All right, how you feeling, dude? You got more time for some questions? Yeah, dude, I'm totally right. good. Dude, these are some, uh, I mean, I, uh, I like to, uh, oh, wait, I did want to ask you, I thought about this when you're talking about cars. How do you feel about the California electric car law? Because I, I don't know, how you feel about being like a big car guy? I'm see the thing is, is I'm like more, the future of I'm, cars technology. I'm more about like understanding and uh uh what's the word? I'm looking for a specific word that will really tie this one together. Um I I feel I can't think of it, but I feel that that what I, I you're not like I, so I don't I don't fully care about cars. I, I care about more how things work, and I know that the things that we are producing now are hurting the world more. And so I'm happy that they actually set something like that because mm -hmm. it's going to be better for the world in the long run for sure. Thousand wow. percent. That's cool. Like I don't care about that. I the the thing is is they're not if they completely said they're going to take away all cars that are gas powered and destroy them all. Yes, I'd be very upset. That's my, that's my property, and, I, and I'd like to not have that taken from me. And I have a lot of time and a lot of my money and devotion into it. But all they're saying is they're just going to cut off the production of gas-powered cars, which is completely and utterly understandable because nothing is going to be electric anyways if it comes to performance. And it's way better for the environment. That's cool. It's, oh, and the word I was looking for was reasonable. It's completely mm. reasonable what they said. That's so long from now. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I most guess yeah. most of the cars now are are literally uh, not even going to be manual anymore because they're so fast that the automatic is the only thing that can catch up. Hmm. You physically can't be fast enough and have a manual car. Really? Huh? And do you think the greatest like battery power car will exceed any type of performance of like a gas power car? Will increase performance? Yeah. Be better. Yeah. For sure. Just because of the te technological gap? It, it's, it, it's, 
I would say, yeah, technology. Yeah, I just I can say that te technical technological gap. Yeah. Yeah, sure. that's crazy. <laughs> okay, wait. This is a good one. Um, well, where was it? Where was it? Where was it? This is an interesting question. What's the hardest part about running a business with your brother? <laughs> From Isabel Ferrante. Uh, not ever having breathing room so I can actually be brothers with him. Mm. Because like I'm always around him and I want to just be brothers with him, but then the lightest thing can come up and then we won't be brothers anymore. That I never even thought about that because sometimes like I go back with my brothers and I'm like, dude, it's so cool. Like Corey and Capron get to like work together, see each it, other, hang out. It's all the not time. like but, that. Yeah. It's more like it's more like it's like oh I'm so thirsty and need some water and just being thrown in the ocean. Mm. It's like hey I just needed a glass but now it's you're you're just surrounded by it and you're like and then and then you're like I can't wait to get away from this my my hands are pruny and I don't even have any sunscreen on I can't even put it on and I don't even have I'm tired of swimming and it's like a little bit of break makes it so I want to go back to the water. Dang. Yeah. Do you think that as you guys grow older and become more independent, it'll get better or like? How yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, I think that would help. But also another thing that would help too is being doing things together that may, makes us brothers because all the things that we did before is things we don't do now. Hmm. So like we would scooter together. We would, uh, we would do the crazy carts or whatever together. Uh, we would always be doing, we'd always play like this specific type of video game together. Now he's on computers and now I don't even know how to run this stuff anymore. I feel like an old man when it comes to it. <laughs> so it's like, I can't ever do the things that he's doing. He can't do the things that I'm doing. Mm. Dang dude. But I, I feel like, it, I feel like that it's just a phase. I hope it is. Yeah. Cause it's just a kind of a weird time in your guys' lives, especially with, first time marriage and like like how you have a relationship and stuff once i feel like you guys are more settled and more independent in your own types of content then you might be able to get back to where you were <laughs> yeah sorry i just saw a question go on what was it no you find it i'm just laughing at it it's my Wait, friend's trolling the chat oh really he's just trolling oh what dude like if it's a good one though it's not a good question it's not he just <laughs> said something oh, okay if it makes it's you funny. laugh Corey, it's got to be funny it's not, it's, it's, it's so bad. I don't, I don't, I don't like it anymore. But this is funny. <laughs> oh, shoot. Uh, um, hmm, let's see, bro. Do we have any good elementary school stories? Oh no, it's hard to remember stuff from way back then. I saw some good questions. Let me, let me go up and look. Uh, when you were learning a new trick and land and land falling what were your inspiration to keep trying to land it? Um, just the fact that I want So he basically, his question was, when you keep trying a trick and you're not landing it, what makes you keep wanting to try it? It's just because I wanted to try the trick. There's no other reason why I'd want to do a trick just because the fact that I wanted to do it. If you don't want to do it, then you're not going to do it. But if I want to land a trick and I want to do it, I'm going to do it. So I've, I've done this before. Um, I've gotten traumatized from tricks before. So like... <laughs> I've, yeah, so like I tried this trick called a 540 flare when someone first tried it. And it's when you do it's when you do a spin and a half while doing a backflip. Okay. So it's like a, a backflip 540. Okay. So I was trying the trick and I turned right, but the only way I was able to do it to practice it was to go alley-oop. So it means I'm traveling this way and I'm doing it like that. So I'm going from this ramp to this ramp and I'm spinning backwards 
instead Whoa. of spinning this way to one ramp to the other. I'm spinning the one ramp to the other going this way, right? So I'm trying this trick a bunch and, I, and I'm doing, it's 540 flare. So I'm doing the trick and I cannot see where I'm at. Because immediately, immediately when, I, when I do the trick, I lean back and I go like this. And so, and I'm looking, I'm not like looking at the ground, but the minute I do this, my body starts going over it and I just stare at the ceiling a majority of the, the trick. Huh. So I throw the trick and I throw what I know it and I do it about five or 10 times and I land straight on my back like five times. And I'm and at a point, I'm, I'm doing the trick. I don't know where I'm at. I just freak out. I let go of my scooter and I'm just like, where am I? And I just hit the ground and I'm, I, hit, I hit like on my back and in the back of my head, but I'm wearing a helmet. And yeah. this is when I was working at Woodward. But that trick is like from then, I've never done it again and it scared the crap out of me. And every time I do it in the foam pit, I can do it perfectly. I just you never every time ended I get up landing it? it? Huh? You never ended up landing it? No. Do you think you and will one day? Yeah, that's a trick. Like, if I go to the skate park and I really want to land it, I'll land it. But, like, there's a point where people are doing that trick and adding so many tricks to it now that, like, if I land it, it's really for me. And it's not going to be amazing to the community whatsoever. They're going to gotcha. be like, oh, cool. Another person doing it. When you guys were first starting out, how, how long had scooter riding been around, like, professional scooter riding been around when you guys started getting into it? Because uh, I know you guys are, like, like a year. Like, the, like, the top, like, I mean, obviously, there's other people, but you guys are seen as like the the Jordans, the Lebrons of like scooter. What is the meaning of what is the meaning of professional scootering to you then? The best. Like, in the world. does it mean competitions? I mean, like best in the world, which you could say you and Capron were. So say your question again. So, like, how long had like? Because okay, hold on. Let me let me just let me say it. I think you asked question. I'm going to try to answer it. When me and Cameron started riding, there was only like. Were there any like superstar scooter riders before you guys came around? Scootering wasn't that. There was like people just knew each other. Mm -hmm. Like when Heelys came out, people just jumped on him and started doing stuff, and there was like yeah. a little community of it, you know? Gotcha. Like, oh, that guy's really good. And he, this guy made up a new trick. Oh, I'm going to try it. Like it was like that. And then it blew up to be this thing to where like people started commuting against. And that happened like maybe a year or two after we started riding. So, you're like a, so you would say that you're a pioneer of. The sport. I'd, I'd say so, yeah. I'd That's say, cool. like, we've been around for, like, a long time. That's a pretty amazing thing. Like, not many people can pioneer an entire sport. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever think about it, that sometimes? It's crazy. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't give myself that much credit for it. Like, there's more people that are riding, like, way before me. Yeah. But, like, not, like, way more, but, like, how many, more, how many people that are riding still from back then aren't around? There's only, like, two people that I know. Still, that's that's pretty crazy. It's like, his like history being made basically with what you and Cameron were doing. Were yeah. there any tricks that you ever did that no one had ever done before? Like I know Cameron has when I, when, when right? someone does a worldy is what you'd call it. When someone does a worldy, someone else sooner or later does it. And like. I've done a couple worldies and that, that happens in edits like these. I have an old one where like I did a trick and then like maybe a couple years or, or weeks or months later, people will do it because like when, when people, when people know that you can, when people know something's possible, it's a lot easier to get there than, than not knowing it's possible and going for it. Gotcha. Like knowing that you can make a million dollars in a week, 
and seeing it happen are two different things. Like if you saw someone make a million dollars and you saw the process, you're like, okay, I'm going to do that right now. But going like, oh, I'm going to make a million dollars in a week. You're like, I, that's not possible. How? <laughs> so when, when we go and do certain type of tricks yeah. and we land them and we, and we go, hey guys, hey world, check it out. Two or three more people will land it because they'll know it's possible because they saw us do it. Gotcha. Well, I think that's why I was asking more about like how many people had come along beforehand because in that early stages when you're getting really, really good, are you like, where are you trying to learn like big trips from? Or are you coming up with like new tricks on your you own? See that, yeah, you just come up with tricks on your own. But like wow. for us, it was like we were just kids at the skate park and then when we tried doing scooter tricks. We would just go and just learn the tricks that I've already done. Like you kind of wouldn't really innovate it. Yeah. Um, until you're trying to do like a big edit like this the one behind me gotcha that's when you really try to put like all your time into it so it's like a natural progression to be able to master the things that you thought were cool and then experiment with your own creativity within the sport to be able to like project out to people watching yeah for sure dang that's awesome yeah it's crazy <laughs> everyone's telling me i think caper just did the, the the trick right here let me see that let's see this can do it the whirly no, it's a, it's a, it's called a 540 flare. Oh, okay. Let me show you real quick. Actually, I want. This is like Joe Rogan podcast, dude. Jamie, pull that up. This is the this is the trick that I was I was doing. Oh. So I did that trick, but fell on my back because, like, right there you can see, and then right there he's looking at the ceiling. So he's looking at the ceiling. So I let go and just dropped straight down to my back. Oh, that high? Uh, not that, not that high. Oh. But you see, like, see these ramps over here, just for instance? Uh-huh. I went from, like, this ramp to this ramp, and I would go up in the air, not know where I'm at, and then fall straight on this one because it was flat. This ramp was uh. curved, and then this ramp was, like, flat, for instance. That's how I did it. Oh, shoot. So I'd have to go this way and do it, and then I'd lose myself and then fall on this ramp. That seems exponentially more painful when you can actually show me the visual. <laughs> yeah, and then sometimes I would land, like, sideways like that because I wouldn't fully, com like, complete the trick. Yeah. But because Capron, Capron's like one of the top people um, that I know that are like really good at spinning and knowing where he's at because of trampolines and stuff like that. Mm. But for me, it's like, I don't, I'm not really good with spinning and knowing exactly where I'm at. Yeah. I don't like it at all. I don't think people know like how much work you guys had to put on trampolines and stuff too. I remember in high school, like we would go just to twisting you or something. And we'd see you there just like grinding out some flips. Cause it's a big part of like learning how to do that kind of stuff in the air. Yeah, I I did I did flips before Capron even did them. Really? Yeah, like a couple of years before he did it. Dude, that's crazy. I wish they had a a, a scooter video game like Tony Hawk, dude. <laughs> they do. They do have an old one. Really? Yeah. Are you guys in it? No. So, Why not? Huh? Dude, I would play you for sure. Like Capron's cool, but you know I'd be playing Corey. Just flipping. It's everywhere. so old. It's what like Nintendo your, old. What would be your special move in a, in a scooter video game, you think? You know how they have, like, their special moves that are unique to them? What would be yours? I don't know. Probably a double player. Oh, dude, that'd be so cool if it has a noise. Yeah. Corey, fuck, one million points. Dude, I would play as you, Corey. Someone's got to make this happen. There's got to be a video game developer out there. It'll beat Skate 4, whatever those games are. Corey and Capron. You don't even need Capron. Just have Corey solo game. And then halfway through the video game, it just breaks out into you having to fight Piccolo and then Frieza. <laughs> I, think, I think what they should do is just make a game that has, has and includes all sports. 
Dude, that would be sick. You so like, like a like every... a like a Nitro Circus game? Yeah, basically. Dude, I would love to see what a video game. Skateboard, rollerblade, scooter, wheelchair, <laughs> shopping wheelchair. cart. That game would be so fun. You can do anything. Dude, that's so sick. Okay. I think uh, we're winding down a little bit here. Bro, this has been so good. Thanks, man. Dude, I feel like I forget sometimes the audience is even there. Me just hanging out. just like the old days. Out in the yeah. lunch tables, bro. <laughs> What's the, like, last word, like, last bit of advice to people out there? You're like, you know, you're a deep guy, introspective guy. What do you have to say to people? Like, first of all, like, what you got? You got your YouTube channel. You got your Instagram. People already know they're probably in here because they're big fans of you. What do you got to say to everyone on, like, a personal level, level that you might not be able to say in your videos? I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm really about from personality to personality of each person. Hmm. I talk on their level. So it's like, because I'm talking to such a broad audience, it's like hard to hit a specific thing that would fit for everyone. Yeah, we already hit a lot of the points anyway. Um, but like, I don't know, just I think the one thing I just say is actually do what actually makes you happy and get good enough at it so you can just do it for the rest of your life. Um, and even if you, even if you feel that like, you're in an area where you're in a place where you where you don't like where you're at. I'm already at like my second or third career within my life right now. So like, I feel like you can come in. Um, I'm with Bobby on his life. Um, Who's that? I think it's Capron. I think, Capron! Uh, I think uh, some people could actually, uh, can actually give themselves a second chance within their life and can like pursue the things that they actually really want to do. So if like if someone's stuck in an area where they like really feel like they can't get out of it, like just keep doing the thing that you love and then slowly merge out of it. I love that. Okay, you guys well, heard so. it deep from the soul of Corey, and then we have a special guest, Capered Funk, coming out of nowhere. Uh -huh. Yeah, thank you. You guys thought this um, was the Corey episode? We got the Funk Bros looking Capered with the cereal. I'm borrowing milk from Corey. <laughs> Classic brother moment right there. That is a great way to end it off, dude. Thank you so much for doing this, Corey. You're, a poem. You're an inspiration, dude. I love hearing what you have to say about the world. And I think a lot of people got a really good insight to how your mind works and just how you want to represent yourself. You want to know a fun fact? Huh? I saw this video, I think about like five, no, maybe a week ago. It was unprivated on our account. And I saw it and it said, okay, but I don't care what you say. I'm unprivating this video. It's my favorite video. It said that as a title? No, like we privated it. Oh, oh, oh. And I unprivated it. Oh, that's awesome. So this video, you have not, you, you would not be able to search it up for about two years on YouTube. What's it called? It's uh, Funk Bros in Australia. Okay, I'm watching it tonight, probably a couple times. Thanks. <laughs> no problem. You watch Everybody. it like five times. Funk Bros in Australia. Yeah. Bang it out. Dude, this was awesome. Thanks for doing this, bro. You know what I could do? So we can just end it by, by me playing the whole video. Dude, let's do it. And I'll react. All right. I'll try to turn it around this way. Corey Funk, get the man, the myth, the legend, the absolute stud, Adonis Bod. Are you kidding me? Best looking Funk brother. Oh, no. This came from All right. I'm going to restart it right now. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to watch this. Funk bros. Oh, yeah. Oh, he flew. 
Christmas shots right there. We got we got skate we got skater going in there. Oh dang. Oh Capron with the twist. I don't even know the words, but I'm blown away. Look at those shoes. Oh, here goes my man Corey. Oh! Oh! Did you see that? Oh! And he hits you with it again! Oh! Off the rail. Corey going up. Oh, with the sh shot to finish it off. Dang. Australia. Bro, this is so cool. I love the music in your guys' videos, like the montages. Oh, there he goes, man. This is Oh, flawless flip. It's because he's got those abs of steel. Over the fence. Oh. Effortlessly. Dude. Corey's doing some kind of, whoa, that's the thing he's talking about. Oh, my goodness, bro. Their heads literally almost touched the floor. I did a whip in that. Oh, my gosh. That's Corey. Oh. Little tail whip. Fakey. Oh, air like no others, dude. These guys get like at least 10, 15 feet up sometimes. Oh my gosh. Define gravity. And they're in Australia, so the kangaroos are jealous of the air they're getting in these, bro. I'm just mesmerized. I'm going to watch this a couple times. Oh, Whoa. oh what was that? He took his hands off the the handle. Whoa! Chicken in the half pipe. Oh man! Look at Capron. He's so stoked. Oh god! Dude, I'm so into it. My my phone phone. <laughs> he was riding out of the building. Just so casual. You guys are going ham. It's one of the smaller gaps. Smaller gaps. <laughs> I swear. That's crazy, dude. I did a gap that was two times as big as that. How do you rock those? How do you rock those shorts you wear, Corey, with those balls of steel you got in there? <laughs> Whoa, that's so nice. Oh, the precision and the timing you guys gotta have is. I feel like I broke the rim. Look at Corey rocking the tank top, bro. Looking fresh. Dude. Good video. Dude, that is an amazing video. That was a great way to just put a little. Wah, wah. 
on the final piece of it. Got to turn off my lights. Dude, that was so sick, bro. Thank you so much for doing this. No problem. Thank you for having me. Let's do it again. Yeah, dude. We definitely will. We got we, – I feel like we could talk for another two hours if we want to. Yeah. I know you're a busy man and you got stuff to do, you know what I mean? I'm just a tired man at this point. <laughs> All right, dude. Well, get some rest, bro. Thanks for coming again. What an amazing time. No problem. Thank you for Good having stuff me. Stuff coming from Corey, everybody. I'm sure you're already already following him and, if, and whatnot, but just keep doing his thing. And uh, remember, always have fun with what you do. Coming from Corey himself. Thank you. All right, later, bro. Have a good night. All right. See you, buddy. Bye. Right. Wow, you guys. Wow. Whoa. Corey's not in there. Gets the Wow. Wow. What an episode, guys. Just got right into it. Because Corey, you don't want to miss a word he has to say. And I think we just got really in-depth to the kind of guy he is and just how he wants to represent himself in the world. Well, what an interesting and amazing introspective he has and how he wants to care about other people and walk in the life of every kind of perspective. Because he's – Corey has had – and Capron have had so much life experience. It's so cool to hear all their stories and the experiences they've had at this young of an age. Who knows, like, where they're going to be going off to throughout the years. I'm sure I'm going to have Corey back. Um, I agree, you guys, coming back in. One of my favorite episodes for sure. That's right, Maddie. Welcome and thank you guys. These, this has been so cool. Um, I hope you guys like this. I had a great time. We got some more guests in the lineup coming soon. I think some of them were in the chat tonight. A little spoiler. But you guys, I appreciate it. Hope you guys have a wonderful night. I'm Bobby. This is Bobby for real. Keep it real, you guys. And we'll have a good night and see.